Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. And we're back with the Cash All Podcast. And this is the last part of our three-part series over the stigma of a gamer, where week one we talked about how it is okay to be a gamer, shouldn't be ashamed of it. If it's something you enjoy doing with your time, then don't be ashamed of it. Week two, we talked about whether or not it should be included as activities in schools. And I kind of went opposite of the trend of what many listeners may have thought uh, I would have gone. And hopefully I gave some reasons why and cleared some light with that. And this third part, the third and final part of the stigma of a gamer, we're talking about online gaming and the relationships that can be made from it. So this stems from a blog post that I did. Uh, the The post was actually part of a class that I was taking is a thought leadership article. And I like technology. I like gaming. I like finding out different ways to incorporate technology into our lives and how we can integrate it. And I thought that this article would be good because it kind of fits in my in my niche in there. And so I put it online. It's on my webpage, which is a little bit hard to get to right now because I'm, yes, I'm actually in the process of building a webpage. And so if you want to see the blog post, the blog post is called Friend Request Accepted, Lifelong Friendships from Online Gaming. And it's on my Code Peterson website, which I don't have a good URL for right now because it's kind of in early development. But as of right now, if you want to check out the blog and if you want to uh, type in <laughs> this address, uh, I, I can put a link in on Twitter too. I'll, I'll do that as well. But it's at, so it's Code Peterson, C-O-D-E-P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N dot zero 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 webhost app dot com. That's all one word, 000webhostapp.com slash blog.html. And that's why I currently have this blog episode posted. And it was a lot of fun for me to write this because it was just to take a trip down memory lane. You know, I so I'm going to tell a little bit about it, not in the same words. I'm not going to read my blog to you, but just to give my thoughts for it. So I'd graduated from college and was ready to go out and be a teacher to change the world, got my dream job, moved to the town where my dream job was located and was just figuring, you know, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, figured, figured to be happy, everything would be great. But uh, that first year, it was hard. The first few years was hard. Um, like you're you're into a new scenario. You're you move to a new place. And I'd moved 
like throughout my childhood to different places and and got you know we didn't move a lot but we moved a few times and then when uh i went to college it was awesome because it's like wow everybody's the new kid right now you know and even up to that point you have your your friends that you make along the way and you see them every day they're always there you you see them at school you see them on the weekends you play with them you know you have your sleepovers that kind of stuff and you have all these fun experiences with each other you go to college you know you some of those old friends go with you you make new friends at college and you're all there and you go through things again but this time like when you go through things with your college friends it's like it's just more meaningful you know you've been through more i feel like in my instance anyways the connections were much deeper uh with my with my college friends just because you know you're you're just going through things getting ready for life together right and so when I graduated college and then go to start teaching, it's like you don't have a whole bunch of new students starting with you at the same time. You're the newbie and you're thrown into this world surrounded by people who have done this a long time. And, you know, and, and you just feel kind of like you're in this glass bowl trying to do your job teaching and you feel like everybody else all around you is watching your every move and you feel like anytime a mistake is made or there's a problem you feel like you're the only person in the world who has ever had that problem you know and it's tough and the people who were at the school where I taught were great you know they welcomed me with open arms I love them all very much you know and, and became very close friends but that first year when you're there and in my case I was the youngest person uh, in our school obviously and and one of the youngest teachers in the entire district and so I just was lonely I I felt like I didn't have anybody to vent to you know they were all the experienced teachers I can't talk to them about these newbie problems that I was facing you know then they may think like oh man you're you're not going to cut it in this teacher world I can't talk about it with my with uh, family or friends because they're they're not teachers you know they they don't have any idea what I'm talking about so you just kind of feel like you're going through this through this battle alone and you know looking back I didn't have to feel that way I know I didn't have to but that's just kind of how I am a lot of times I'll keep things kind of bottled in a little bit so uh yeah the first few years of teaching were extremely like personally difficult for me um things going at the job were fine you know it was just it was just my own personal life so uh you know you'd keep in touch with friends kind of on the thing and in visit and stuff but then like uh the xbox 360 came out and so one of my best friends from college ryan he gets an xbox 360 i get an xbox 360 and prior to that, there wasn't much online gaming on gaming consoles. It wasn't very well done. And Xbox, the Xbox 360 had Xbox Live. You could play people online. You could put on a headset and talk to them and listen to them while you are playing the game online. Prior to that, you know, in college, it was couch co-op. 
You know, everybody would be sitting in the same room, right, huddled around each other, huddled around the small TV, you know, playing the game. And this was like almost that, you know. It was almost that. And it was very cool. So, you know, we started playing games online. And there was this game that came out called Gears of War. And it was a third-person shooter. And it was four versus four. There is a story mode. I never beat the story mode. I hardly ever played the story mode because I was always playing online in the versus matches with my buddy Ryan. So eventually uh, other people would join or like he would know somebody and then they would come and join our game and then they would kind of become like a part of this group where over time we started playing this game a few times in the evenings throughout the week on the weekends a little bit and it was for me it was like then just as cool as you know playing a game with your college buddies in the dorm room back in the day and so we played this gears of war over time and then pretty soon we had a whole kind of group of us that would fill in all eight positions on the four versus four and then sometimes we would even have enough for like two different sessions going on but then we were always on the xbox live party uh chatting with each other and you know and these people were were close to our age some of us were a little younger uh some of them were a little younger than me some of them were a little older than me you know we were all kind of about at the same point in our lives all doing different jobs all different careers and it was just cool to have a group to game with and to you know, to chat online, call each other up on the phone, give each other a text message and all that. Um, a lot of laughs were to be had. Sometimes during the games, like usually on a Friday night, uh, we would have, we would like coordinate meals. So it's like, all right, we got these meals here. Uh, we're going to go with Eggo ham and cheese this week, you know, and it's... And, uh, gamer tag cool dude with some numbers after it uh, was the one who gave us that recipe so that became kind of a friday night favorite where we would play some gears of war eat some magos ham and cheese you know text pictures to each other um of our eating our sandwiches you know while we were playing the game and it was a ton of fun um to me it was it was a lot like the movie sandlot where you just had these group of people I would always go out to their baseball diamond and they'd play their game, you know, kind of an endless game. And then at the end, you know, people started getting busy or moving away and they stopped playing. And that's kind of what happened with our online gaming with Gears of War. We we played other games as well. Obviously, Gears of War 2, you know, all the Gears of War games. We played some Halo. We would play some Madden, you know, different different kind of uh, games. But it was just fun to have that kind of core group. Um, and I don't think I've ever had ever let any of them know like how important that that quality time was for me with all of them. So as I was saying, over time, you know, that marriages happen in that group, you know, that families, we, we moved to houses and everything. So instead of, you know, talking about things we used to talk now, you know, or while we were playing the game, we still keep in touch on through Facebook and text messages and things like that. 
And it's kind of funny, you know, now the conversations are complaining about property tax or uh, sharing advice on family vacations. You know, oh, you went to Disney World? What was the package that you used? And it's been awesome to keep in touch with them over these years. So for online gaming, you know, uh, sometimes it, you know, it can be a very negative place, you know, when with language and things like that. But if you can find the right group, you know, and, and you're fortunate enough as I was to to kind of run into this group that we slowly amassed over time, it can become something that is pretty special. Uh, so, you know, when you see people gaming and they're playing online, uh, don't assume that they're being unsociable. You know, maybe they're there with their headsets on. Uh, maybe in in their actual current stage in life, maybe, you know, they, they're they not, maybe they're more of, a, of an introvert and they're uncomfortable, you know, speaking out. Or maybe they're going through some things and are, and are just being kind of quiet to themselves about it. And if they're online gaming, they, it's very well possible that it could be the most meaningful interaction that they've had that entire day. So just because you can't see the other person, or just because if you watch somebody online gaming, just because you can't see who's on the other side of that TV, so to speak, uh, doesn't make the communication or the relationship any less authentic. Um so yeah, that's kind of my thoughts for the online gaming and and my experience is like again writing the article uh just was fun for me to kind of revisit that, you know, the scary times of embarking on a on some new change in life and then to to find these friends you can kind of share experiences with to to kind of get you through those times and then um how that relationship and friendship is has continued to build through these years. Thanks again for listening. Uh, Again, this is part three of the uh, Stigma of the Gamer series that I did. So we'll start going to some non-gaming topics again um, starting next episode. But I appreciate you listening and have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter at Code Peterson.